This is the football pool podcast version. Episode one of season two. Thanks for joining in. Uh, I'm your commissioner and your host, Brad Zenner. And as I'm starting a yearly tradition now with the podcast, my first guest and my first guest last year is Saul Brandis. Saul, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brad. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, and Saul, so let's do a little bit of a uh, little bit of introductions uh, to Saul. Um, uh, you, uh, I'm going to give you, give a little bit of background. You make sure you interject when I screw up. Um, Saul is a professional trainer, um, and he has, uh, been a professional trainer for quite a while. How many years? Uh, since 1972. I think the math says it's like 47 years. Wow. So, um, and you started... At the University of Minnesota. University of Minnesota with the Golden Gopher football team? Correct. 1972, I worked for uh, Cal Stahl. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then I worked for Joe Salem. Then I worked for um, uh, Lou, Lou, Lou Holtz. I'm drawing a blank. And John Gutekunst. So I worked for four coaches. But then I also worked uh, for other co coaches uh, representing other sports. Okay. Okay. So... Um, when football season was over, would you do basketball, hockey? Basketball. No, I didn't do hockey. Okay. Uh, some basketball, but a lot of track, a lot of gymnastics. Yep. I worked with a women's volleyball team back okay. in those days. Cool. Uh, I worked with um, some other club sports. Okay. Okay. Um, a little bit of work with the wrestlers, but primarily, um, and, and the track and field, uh, the the heavyweight guys, the discus throwers, the shot putters, those guys. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, like, think back to the mid '70s and the equipment you had to work with, and forty some years later, fast forward to today. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was it was kind of like the wild west of uh, of strength training, to be honest <laughs> sure. with you. Uh, people were experimenting with a lot of weird stuff. A lot of stuff uh, came. A lot of stuff went in terms of systems in terms of equipment uh but the one you know thing that was always the same and always worked was some kind of weight sure okay something that you could lift something that you can move sure. something that would uh, offer uh resistance okay and so after the gophers you moved on to well after after the gophers i still s stayed there yep. and i worked for rec sports and i also worked for the northwest health clubs okay yep. uh and then uh in uh in 1989 uh, yep. The uh, the Timberwolves came to town. Actually, the, the franchise was awarded in '87. Yep. In '89 was their first season. '89, '90, and they hired me as their strength and conditioning coach. And, and I, you were there for quite a while. Thirteen too. years. Yeah, right. thirteen years. And then after uh, the Timberwolves, you came and worked at Fallon and has in, been our fitness trainer. Right. I started at Fallon in 2004. Yep. Wow. 2004. Holy cow. And um, at Fallon, um, well, this. The last six months exception, um, you have been a personal trainer, and also you've done some kettlebell classes and yeah. you've some other done done, done some other strength classes for right, us. Right, right. Taught several classes and did a lot of individual work with uh, the you know leadership team right. and some other folks. Uh, right. Uh, that work at Fallon. Right. In the last six months, um, we have been kind of in transition housing. Um, so we are moving into our new space uh, in a couple of weeks. And luckily, we'll have a gym there and we can continue up right where we left yeah, off then, huh? We're, we're going to hopefully start uh, within the next few weeks. Yep. 
Yep. Um, and so we also have to tell people, like, if they hear a lot of background noise, we're at a Dunn Brothers in Minneapolis, just right overlooking the river uh, in uh, South Minneapolis. Um, and this just logistically worked out for uh, for Saul so that we could do this. So um, that's that's what it is. Um, let's talk um, football. The football pool. Yeah. Uh, you've been in the pool for quite a while too, right? Yeah. I uh, Gosh, I couldn't even tell you when. Uh, I think I got wind of it, I don't know, how many years ago. It's at least 10. Yes, 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 yes. And I got uh, I got in it right away. But I've, uh, I think I've won a couple of like weekly yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pots, if yeah. you will. But I haven't won the whole thing, and, and, and I, I, I might have to reassess my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is a perfect time to do it, right? Week one of the season, right? Right. Well, I've, I, 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 I decided after a few years that uh, being real, real patient and just picking like you know a couple, two, three teams mm -hmm. every week, and hopefully win the uh, the season pot. Mm -hmm. uh, was not the way to go okay and so i thought uh because at the time now it's 20 dollars, but at the time it was 15 dollars. if you just won one week right okay you'd, you'd you'd cover your 15 right and 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 then certainly you'd get some profit too depending upon if there's a carryover or whatnot because it always it can get bigger right if there's a tie so i use that strategy and that's when i won a couple of a couple of weekly pots over the years i did not win any last year but I think I'm still gonna, I think I'm still gonna uh, use that strategy, but what, but kind of in a modified version, because uh, I'd pick like you know six, seven, eight games a week. Sure. I may pick fewer games, maybe four or five games a week, and and have a chance of uh, not only winning, but maybe not winning the weekly pot, but at least accumulating points for uh, for the total at the end of the yep. season. So I might try that, but I still believe if you all, if you just win one weekly pot, yep. then then you're playing with house money. Absolutely. Well, and just to give you an idea, like a perspective. So um, everybody knows in the pool we've we've increased the the pay or the pay in the buy in to twenty bucks for the season. Um, that's also means that the weekly and the season pools are going to increase yeah, too. The pots are going to be richer. Yeah. So not only that, but then there's also been a number of players who are coming into the pool. So we're probably at going to be at around 135 oh, wow. people. So got a little bit of competition, but I'm projecting out that a week could win you 60 bucks yeah there you go so that's three times your entry fee yeah how about that and you can and, and uh you still got games to, to pick down the road for sure right and then how about this all just to top it off and this is one of my favorite parts is that in just doing love rough rough calculations so far i'm predicting that the um season jackpot for the winner will be over a thousand dollars yeah that's How real, about that? That's real money. Yeah. Uh, and what's what's what surprised me for quite a few seasons was how low the number, the total number was. Uh, I think some years, uh, like thirty-five or yeah. thirty or thirty-three yep. uh, points, yep. won the, uh, the, the 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 big money. Yep. Uh, so it's not like you have to, you know, have five winners every week. No. Um, and a lot of folks, and I think Kerry Donovan's one of them. 
Uh, she's pretty sneaky. And I know she right. gets inside information. I'm not going to say from whom. Right, right. Uh, but she'll pick like two, three games every week. And, you know, very often she's right. And then at the end, she's right there. She may right. not win. Right. And so other people are using that same strategy. I like going bold. Right. You know, I, 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 I have this thing with these folks that only pick two or three a week. I'm, I'm not going to say right. anything critical of them. But, right, 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 you know, right, right. I think there should be a rule. you got to pick at least <laughs> you know, a minimum number of games for crying out loud. No. It's very interesting on the back end because I get all the emails, you know, and I process them all. So to see, like, the strategy people will take, and you can kind of tell that throughout the year. Um, you would think that having that kind of like inside well maybe it's not even inside information just have that knowledge would help me but it doesn't last year i got zero points i'm yeah, on right. 16 17 games in a row of zero points and i've got like i have the record for most zero points consecutively <laughs> in the pool so none of this information helps me in one bit yeah i know and i'm, <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you <laughs> yeah you were zero two last year i think, I think you lost a tiebreaker to right, me for the, right, for the right. Right. Your money back. I'm, I'm picking seven, eight <laughs> games a week. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to, yeah. because there's always an upset. Yep. And there's always something that's, that happens that's totally unpredictable. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and so it's tough, but I still believe that it's the right strategy, even though I successfully failed right. <laughs> to win any money last year. It, I, you know, it, it's interesting because how you talked about the the kind of different models. Um, last year, even the winner had the record number of points, but he only had 51 points, Chris Thornton. And um, 51 points over 17 weeks is three a week. Right. So... Like still that 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 kind of is a reinforcement to say, why would you make eight eight picks? But you know what it is? It's you just think you know it, right? Yeah, you, all you have to do is win one time. Yep. Okay, just one time. Yep. And and you go to the pay window. Yep. Uh, but you know, the, there's you know there's a lot to be said about that slow, steady. Yep. You know, two three picks a week. Yep. Because those are the no brainers. Yep. Right. Yep. And they don't always pan out. Nope. But and I don't know how, you know, what if you have the data or the statistics. But uh -huh. if you if, if you pick the two or three no brainers every week and you look at them. Yep. OK. Uh, they pretty much fall to in, in, into place and, and they, they follow the, the, the form. Yep. OK. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, weak team against a, a, a real, real good team. Yep. That weak team's going to lose nine times out of ten. Right, right. And, you know, there's two ways to look at the no-brainers. The no-brainer uh, from the winning side, what team is a no-brainer to win, and what team is a no-brainer to lose, right, too. Right, right, right. Because right. there usually are two or three teams that win three games or less a season. So if you can pick against those in the right weeks, too, you, you can – do well right. that's, for yourself. That's, that's, you know, that's part of the strategy. Right. Okay. Right. That right. makes up a no brain pick. Right. Uh, if a team's, you know, is going to lose, you know, going to go like, two in 14 or whatever it is, uh, then you can keep picking them to lose. And chances are, if you don't pick too many games every week, chances are you have, you have a good chance of getting, you know, a couple three points every single week. Yeah. But, that that action isn't fast enough for me. <laughs> You're I, a gambler. I, well, I'm not like really a gambler. I just like 
you know, my goodness, uh, get out there and you know show some gumption, right? Yeah, yeah, get out there yeah. and yeah. pick a few games. Hundred percent, absolutely. <laughs> it, makes yeah. it, it makes it more fun. Picking two games a week is super boring, oh, isn't my, it? Uh, I don't right? want, again. I don't want to criticize anyone. <laughs> no, no, you know, no, no, no. I, who am I? It's I, not you. I got zero points last week. Yeah. last year. Rather. Exactly, right? <laughs> right. Who am I to um, judge? Um. So, uh, being in the pool this long, would you, um, like, I, for me, I equate it to a mix of fun and anger and frustration. Like, how do you, how would you describe it? Well, it's, it's oh, I, I, I like it and I like doing it because there are a lot of other folks who I know that are doing it yep. and it's nice. It's nice to be able to, yes, it's almost like the hot stove league during the week. Right. You talk about it, you kibitz about it, you, you know, you get other people's opinions. That's kind of fun. That's actually almost more fun than the final outcome. Right. Okay? right. All the banter and all the, all the talk. Everything else. talk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, between, between games. So that yep. makes it fun and interesting. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, did you watch Thursday night's game? Yes, I, I did. Day at Chicago. What'd you think? Well, uh, those are two teams that, you know, the Vikings are going to face two times apiece. So I was interested in, in, in kind of watching and seeing how uh, a good, uh, you know, uh, Green Bay is going to be and the kind of improvements they, they, they made, the changes they made that would translate into improvements. And I think their defense is a lot better. Uh, but, you know, the NFL, I think, gets down to just one thing. Yep. Who's got the best quarterback? Yep. And it was very obvious that uh, Aaron Rodgers outplayed uh, Trubisky. Right. Um, even though the, sh the score really didn't indicate that, it was a close game, a low-scoring game. Right. But at the guts of the game, when the game was on the line, you know, the two-minute drill, the guy with the least experience made a mistake that you can't make. Right. You know, he just made a throw they couldn't make. Didn't look off any defenders, just looked into that corner and threw the ball up for grabs. And uh, Green Bay intercepts, and the game basically at that point is over. And Green Bay might be a little, their defense might be a little bit more legit this year. I think it is legit. Yeah. And then, too, they knew how to game plan. They said, if we're going to get beat, we're going to let Trubisky beat us, and we don't think he can. Well, not only that, but more specifically, they're going to try, they're going to let Trubisky beat them in the air. Yeah, not exactly. With, not with his feet. Right, 100%. So they, so they had extra D-backs, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I think they were only playing three linebackers. They had extra mm -hmm. D-backs in the backfield so that if he started running, they were quick enough to catch him, yep. okay? Yep. So if they're going to – if they're gonna, and, and the strategy worked yep. because he couldn't beat him with his arm. Yep. How about uh, old Viking Cordero P Patterson playing for Chicago? I couldn't believe that. I, and he was like a legit like, receiver, I know, too. I know. They, and they called his number. I said, what? <laughs> Right. Wasn't he? Wasn't he with the Patriots last time I heard? Yes, and he was with Oakland, and then the Patriots, and now Chicago. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Isn't oh, that my, something? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that never realized his potential. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, totally. Yeah. And so maybe he'll get a break this year, but I think the it's we talked about this. It's the quarterback. You got to get him the ball, right? Um. All right. Um. Where do you see like, um. Um, where do you see Chicago Green Bay going forward? Do you see? Well, them? I think I think I think um, I think Chicago still is is going to be tough to beat yep. uh, because of their defense. Yep, and they're, they're, they made a lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes. 
uh, on Thursday night, but uh, that defense, I mean, it, yep. it was still a low scoring game. Yep. It was still 10, what, 10 to 3? Yeah, 10 to 3, yeah. Okay. Yep. And the touchdown pass that, uh, that Aaron Rodgers threw. I mean, that was almost thrown up for grabs. Yep. That was kind of a, almost like a semi-desperation kind of toss. Yep. And, Aaron Rodgers special. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so uh, I think both teams improved. I think Chicago is still probably the team to beat right. uh, in that division. And Trubinski, I think that's about as bad as he can play. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and he's probably going to learn from that. Um, and he wants, I think he wants to show the, the, the league and everyone else that he can be a legitimate, bona fide quarterback that can throw. Yep. But I, he's also going to be practical, I think, moving forward. And yeah. if he's got to run, he's going to run. Okay. Um, I, I see, like, just based on that game and not having seen the Vikings play yet, I see um, Chicago dropping below Green Bay and Minnesota. You really? For the season. Oh. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I do. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not real confident about Minnesota. Okay. I, I think Minnesota can can lose a lot of. I think Minnesota has the potential to lose a lot of games this year. Yep. Um, I hope not. Yeah. Um, I mean, You're a Viking I'm, fan, though, right? I, I'm a very yeah. I'm my, okay. my entire life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends uh, wears a Kansas City Chiefs ring, Super Bowl ring. Okay, from 1970 when right. the Chiefs beat the, the Vikings, Vikings in the Super Bowl, right. and he's one of my best friends. So I still give him crap about wearing that <laughs> ring when I'm around. Right. Yeah. So no. Uh, but you know, you gotta think with your head and not with your heart. Right. And, uh, I, I think Kirk Cousins. There's, I think there's still a question mark there. Yeah. And I still think there's a question mark relative to the offensive line. I know they got mm -hmm. a, a, a center that has great potential. Yep. But he's still a rookie. Yep. And and that position is so important yep. in uh, in in pass protection. Yep. So, but we'll see. So you see Green Bay, Chicago, one two two one whatever that order, and then Minnesota below them. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just sit on the fence all. Oh my goodness! No, I don't know. I don't know how, how well has Detroit improved. I think the Vikings can be. You think you'd be? Last I, think, place? I think the Vikings can be a six and ten team. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I think the Vikings. I think the Vikings. Have, and I hope I'm wrong. But I hope you are too. Yeah. No, I'm not rooting for it. No, don't no, get no. Me I wrong. No, I know I just, you're not. I, I get I'm, it. I'm really skeptical. Right. Okay. I, I think there's a lot of hype surrounding the Vikings. I mean, the press and yeah. uh, and. Fan and everything else. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's just a, there's too much rah rah well, hype. If um, they do go six and ten, Zimmer's gone, Spielman's oh, gone. Oh, everybody's gone, right? Yeah. They're cleaning house. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they don't make the playoffs, are those yeah. guys gone? Even eight and eight is a is is is, is a losing season. I mean, it's right. a failure. Even right. Not making the. I mean, they can win ten games and not make the playoffs. Right. Okay. That's that's a, that's right. a failed season. Right. That's not a successful season. Right. I don't know. Uh, but I just think that, that and I ho again, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. You know, totally. Delvin, Delvin Cook is, I mean, he has, he has shown that he's not durable. Mm -hmm. Okay. When he's healthy, he's, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Mm -hmm. The first snap of the game on, on, on Sunday, that might yeah. be it for him. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, right. Thielen goes down or somebody. You know, I mean, right. And, and, and Kirk Cousins hasn't shown. I mean, last year was his first year. He hasn't shown that, uh, that he can make big plays. When they really need to be made, okay, he can kind of fatten his statistics with little dump off passes or whatever. <laughs> right. Okay. That's what he's done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But he hasn't shown that he can carry the team on his shoulders. Right. If somebody goes down, somebody's hurt. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna win this game for the team. Right. Right. 
Not that he can't do that, right. but but his history hasn't demonstrated that he was able to do that, True. and he's done that. So I don't True. know. I'm, yeah. I'm I wouldn't put you know the mortgage on uh, the Vikings. Yeah. You're not going down to Iowa to place a bet on the Vikings. No, 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 no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. So all right. Well, since we're talking about uh, games and Vikings, let's uh, go through this week's matchup. So the last part of the podcast is. We uh, go through the matchups. We don't like say who you're who you're gonna lock into the. To, we don't want to give anybody any kind of insight, but just going through the whole list and let's see who you think's gonna win each game, and uh, we'll calculate them up. And next week's uh, podcast, we'll update everybody how we both. Did. Yeah, and to be to be honest with you, I have I'm not even up on who uh, who did what as far right. as trades or anything. So this is gonna be just kind of uh, you know shooting in the yeah. Yeah, right? shooting in the dark. So yep. we'll see. All right, let's shoot in the dark. First game. Uh, first game might be probably an easy one. It's Kansas City at Jacksonville. Kansas City's favored by three and a half yeah, points. Yeah, I, I think Kansas City is 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 what is a, is, is a legitimate uh, contender for the Super Bowl. Yep. So I got to got to go with the Kansas yeah, City. That's easy one. Yeah. That's a that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's right? a no brainer. Right All there. right. Um, next game, Los Angeles Rams. At Carolina Panthers, uh, the Rams are favored by one point on the road. Well, that's a, that's a game I wouldn't touch in, right. in, in, in the pool. Right. But if I was a betting man, and if Cam Newton is uh, healthy, mm-hmm. okay, I got I got to give the nod to Cam Newton. I mean, that's the opening game of the season. They want to yep. start off, you know, with a big win, get the uh, fans involved. Uh, um, and if Cam Newton's healthy, I I can uh, I think I think the Rams have weaknesses. Uh, I think uh, so. I'm, I'm going with uh, the Panthers. So you're gonna go Carolina. Yep. Um, I'm going to go against you for good drama and go the Rams. I, I, it, I think Carolina probably will win, but I, uh, I'm gonna go Rams. Um, all right, our Vikings are home to Atlanta. Vikings are favored by four points at home. Boy, I would take Atlanta and the points, but uh, um, if it's up, you know, if it's straight up bet. Uh, I'll go with the home team. So you think Vikings are going to win by a field goal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's their kicker You're now? Take the points, though, right? <laughs> I know. I know. If I take the points, right? Right. But uh, <laughs> who's their kicker now? I know Pressure. it's like they've had Dan Bailey's. Oh he's, the, he's the guy they're going. Okay. Going with, yeah. You know? So I'd say the Vikings okay. will win this game, but it's going right. to be. It's going to be close. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings, too. Um, next game, Tennessee Titans at Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is favored by five and a half points. Yeah, I got to go with Cleveland. Yeah, I think that one's might be a that one might be one to pick for the pool. Um, next game, Washington Redskins at Philadelphia Eagles. That's a no-brainer. Philadelphia's favored by 10 points. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see that, but that's a no-brainer. Yeah, that's easy, yep. Um, Buffalo Bills. At New York Jets, the Jets are favored by two and a half. Well, you know the the, the Buffalo Bills—they're they're an interesting team. They're last mm-hmm. year they were up and coming, okay, and an interesting quarterback too. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Uh, there's there's always an upset or two. Yep. I would I don't know if they would consider this an upset, but I'll go with Buffalo to win this game. Okay. On the road. Um, I'm gonna go with the Jets because the Jets have now Le'Veon Bell from Pittsburgh. See, I didn't and know that. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I meant to <laughs> tell you that too. Yeah, right. Sorry, sucker. Um, but no, you're right. The Bills are like um, they. I mean, it's basically a pick 'em game because it's two and a half points. So um, the Bills definitely could win that game. Um, um, next game, 
Baltimore Ravens at uh, Miami Dolphins. Baltimore is favored on the road by six and a half points. God, that's a, that's a that's a tough game to pick. Yeah, Buffalo's been, rather um, Miami and Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore has been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. Yep, for the last couple of years. Who's their quarterback now? Baltimore is Lamar Jackson. He's the yeah. running throwing right, threat. Right, right, right. But Miami is god awful. Like right. they're bad. I, I, I guess I'll go with the uh, with the pros and pick uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I think that's an easy one too. That one might be a pool pickable game. Um, all right, a few more games. Uh, Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck. Now you heard about him, right? They Retiring. Retired, yep. Right. Um, they are at the San Diego Chargers, and San Diego is favored by or San Diego. I keep saying that they've been in LA for La, two the years Los now. Angeles Char- right, right, the right. Los Angeles Chargers. So Indianapolis Colts at Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are favored by six and a half points. Yeah, I'll home. go with the Chargers. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the Colts that Andrew Luck thing. Is big. We yeah, talked right, about right. it. Quarterback, right? Right. right. That I mean, makes all the difference in the world. Holy He's, moly! He gets booed by, by his own fans. Yeah, that's tough. Um, Cincinnati Bengals at Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's favored by ten points. Yeah, I think Seattle is going to make some noise this year, um, and I think they're going to be better than a lot of people are predicting. Uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by seven and a half yeah, points at home. Yeah, gotta go with the Cowboys. There's a lot of big spread games. Like, right. This is the first time I'm looking at the spreads too. And there's a lot of rivalry games. This could be like, could you imagine the first week like picking eight games and and nailing them? No. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa is favored by one point at home. Boy, that's, wouldn't touch that one. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it in the pool, but um, I, I, Tampa Bay, why not? Uh, I think that's a long way to travel. That's it, all I can say. It is. You're right. It's the whole West Coast, East Coast, but they're not playing at noon. They're playing at three in the afternoon, at least um, Central Time. So it's... It's, you know, they're playing basically at 11 a.m. on the West Coast. We doing okay, Saul? Yep, we got a couple minutes left, uh, or a couple picks left. Uh, the Let's go super quick then. Detroit at Arizona. Detroit's favored by two and a half on the road. Um, gosh. I'm, I'm rooting for Arizona. Okay. And I, mean, I think they got the Jewish quarterback, so I got to root for Kyler him. Kyler <laughs> Murray. He's Jewish? Huh? No, the other guy, the rook. Didn't Kyler Murray? No, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They drafted a kid from uh, UCLA or whatever. Oh, Rose. Josh Rosen. R- but Rosen. Kyler Murray might be um, taking his spot. They drafted. Oh, him. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. All right. Kyler Murray I, was the Heis- Heisman Trophy winner last year. Okay. Who do I know? I just. <laughs> Right. Uh, don't pick that game in the pool then. No, of course not. Uh, Pittsburgh at New England Sunday night. New England's favored by six points. Yeah, I gotta go with Tom Brady, Belichick, and Brady. Why not? Uh, last two games, Monday night games. This first week they do two Monday night games. Uh, first game uh, is Houston at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by six and a half. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees. Got to go with Drew Brees. Yeah, at home. They're tough uh, to beat. I'm with you. I'm going to go to New Orleans. And the last game of the week, Denver Broncos at Oakland Raiders. Oh, my God. I wouldn't Denver's touch that. Denver's favored I would, by two. I know. Talk about turmoil. Talk about yeah, controversy. Right. 100%. Um, 
they're a train wreck. And then yeah, I, you know, they, they, might, they might just come together as a team and, you know, and, and win this game. So I'll go with Oakland. What the hell? I'm, I'm going to go with Denver. I just think that's, yeah. I, it'll be interesting with the whole Antonio Brown right, thing, right. too. Right, right. So. They may even have him play. And he, what he said yeah, to the I, GM, well, they, they, they withdrew their, or suspended his salary and all this stuff, but... Crazy. Yep. Um, all right, Saul. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I hope you had fun for the half hour. No, this hour. is great, Brad. Thank you and, for inviting me. And um, um, thanks a lot. And this has been the Football Pool Podcast.